This is a special episode, and this will take us out of the season that is season three and bring us into season four. This episode we're going to call The Transition. Hi, I'm Jerry Mater, your podcast host of the MaterCast. What um, I want to talk about today is structure. Why? Because structure is important so that you understand what's going on with the show and why it's going on with the show and what we, you know, why I did what I did and why I fixed it up and made it the way I was. I felt like the structure that we have going with season three can't work with season four. Why? Because it won't contain what everybody enjoys. Some people enjoy my ranting. Some don't care if I swear. And some do. And the ones that do, you know how I already feel about that. But I won't get into it. Because it's not right to... disrespect others feelings and I don't feel like doing it right now that's why I won't get into it for real and there is no laughing applause or anything like that on this track because it's recorded by the main operating the main uh, system so as soon as I post this it's going to get posted there's not going to be no specialty sound effects and jingles and stuff but the next show you hear which will be season 4 episode number 1 Now that will have a lot of stuff that you just didn't know you could hear on a podcast. For example, we're going to have What's on Jerry's Mind. That segment's coming back, but it's going to be a two-hour long segment or less, depending on what's on my mind that day and what I want to rant and rave about uh, or talk about or whatever is going on. Uh, We'll do, you know, most of the comedy bits and things like that will be in that section. But what you don't know about is this. What's on my mind, what's on Jerry's mind, is going to be a segment that is um, going to be driven by you, my listeners. How? Because you're going to tell me what's on your mind, and I'm just going to balance that to what's on my mind after I see what's on your mind so kind of like you tell me what you want I give you back what I think of it um for example somebody said who are you going to vote for in the next election I tell you Donald Trump why because it pisses the rest of America off that's why why do you want to piss the rest of America off because It's going to be absolutely horrendously funny when they wake up the next morning and whine, bitch, and complain that the government is in the hands of the best president we've had since President Kennedy, in my opinion. There, I said it. See, this is why nobody ever asks my opinion on things, because it comes back to bite them. And that, my friends, is how what's on Jerry's mind going to work. But not exactly. Here, let me explain. I'm going to throw a lot of curveballs. Because I'm going to, sometimes I'm going to come out and talk about whatever, you know, what I think about something. How I feel about something. Uh, what I'm doing today. Or what's going on in my life. I might come out here and talk about the bullshit I'm dealing with at uh, my house or at the the bar or when I go somewhere or the bullshit that I'm dealing with in my own life I might come on and talk or I might come on and talk about my dog or my cat or I might talk about the weather outside you don't fucking know and that's the point you never will know alright but today I want to talk about well we already started talking about that part of the segment what's on my mind, which is what's on Jerry's mind, which is, you know, never know. It could be anything. From the weather to, I'm fucking irritated about the coronavirus bullshit going on. You know, you never know. And yes, the coronavirus is uh, 
is real, but there's a lot of shit around you that I don't like. A lot of people are projecting things that ain't real, and people are projecting numbers that ain't even coming close to the truth. But that won't get into all that. That's just bullshit, and I don't care. Um, myself, who am I? I'm Jerry Mater. Who are you going to see on the street? Jerry Mater. Who should you hear on the podcast? Well, you're going to hear Jerry Mater because this is my show. If anything I say that offends you, does offend you, don't look at it as offensive. Try to step back and see it from my point of view as a 38-year-old blind individual who is dealing with all sorts of different disorders but can't name them all. Uh, who, on top of all this, is dealing with how to handle people in the real world due to the fact that I haven't got my sight and many people don't understand how to help somebody in my condition the proper way. Also, I'm dealing with a form of sensory processing disorder, which I've mentioned in a couple of podcasts, which I see have been very well liked on this podcast because I went back and looked at them and they've got a lot of likes and people are all crazy about that. We'll talk about that too in there. We'll talk about everything and what's on Jerry's mind. But that's a segment that's going to be just open form talking. We're also going to have a segment though that deals with music. And not just any music. Music that makes you listen. Music that makes you go Wow, that's a song? I didn't know that, that they had this song out. Or maybe makes you think, wow, hey, I like that uh, particular song by that particular artist. What a great song. Or, hey man, I'm going to go get that guy's album because this song's on it. And I like, want to hear it. I'm going to go download this guy's uh, his, uh, his music. Because I like hearing him sing on your show. Or I like hearing the song that you're playing on your show. That's what this is about. I'm touching stuff that radio won't even fucking try to touch. Because they're too busy conglomerating with and, and playing with themselves. Instead of getting out there and being real. Like for example. Nobody plays people like Justin Trevino anymore. Who is he you say? He's a blind musician from Texas. And he does a lot of great country tunes. And nobody will touch them because they sound too country to them. What the fuck is too country anyway? I think Bill Anderson said it best. When he said too country. What's that? Uh, don't misunderstand me. You guys are a big part of this too. Everything I do is for you, the listener. I don't do it because I'm bored. Had nothing to do. Well, maybe sometimes I do. But a lot of this is to make you, the listener, laugh or or uh, feel comfortable. Uh, being out of the ordinary. Have you ever heard a radio host talk the way I talk? No, because they're not allowed to. Why? Because the FCC stops them from doing so. The FCC puts the brakes on a lot of things they shouldn't. People that express themselves might express themselves in different ways. And while it was cool back in the old days not to swear, in today's culture, shit, you couldn't get away from that word. There are words that you just can't get away from. And kids are going to hear them whether you want them to or not. But we still play a special disclaimer at the beginning of every show because we want to make sure that you're aware of it. But at the same time, the cursing and all that. Hey, it's a thing. People do it every day in their everyday life. 
If cursing bothers you, here's my advice. Don't listen to the radio anymore, don't watch TV anymore, and don't read any books. Just be you and be in your own little bubble and enjoy it. Because a lot of people, they do it. And you can't make them stop doing it. And this podcast is for those that really just don't give a shit. You know, really just don't don't care uh, if there's a couple, you know, if there's swear words in it. Uh, it's enjoyable either either way. And they can take it or leave it. You don't bother them. If if something like that bothers you, my my thing is maybe you have a problem understanding that sometimes people are people and you can't change them. And if you try to change them, you fell into a trap. Because now you are trying to change that specific person. It's like when you go into a department store and you want to buy some clothing and you don't like that color that they showed you but you think to yourself hmm maybe it might look good with something else I got now try it then you go home take it home ah fuck really this doesn't match nothing I've got but it still looks kind of cool I think I'll wear it you go to the party and people are like holy shit dude this brings out your personality Thanks for wearing it. You got a, you know, you got a nice outfit on there, you know. And they're complimenting you for your outfit. You're thinking it looked like shit a few seconds ago. It's kind of like that. Radio is radio, but podcasting is different. To me, podcasting is a better medium than radio. Why? Here's why. Because you can do so much with it, and we're going to with this podcast. We're going to push the envelope beyond what it's. A radio show should sound like. So how are we going to push the envelope? We're going to play music you never heard in a long time. And play music you didn't know you knew. We're going to play music that you probably didn't like before. And we're going to play music that may have curse words in it. Oh well. Get over it. You might as well because it ain't going away. This may turn a lot of listeners off. But you know what? That's okay. I'm not doing this for the listener that's weak. I'm not doing this for the listener that can't handle adult conversations, adult words, and this is not meant for the the um, folks that uh, think that um, they are uppity and can't handle things. I'm not babysitting you. You don't have to listen to my show, and that's okay. I don't hold it against you. I wish you would listen, but I won't never hold that against anyone. My style of broadcasting is something that nobody understands. Why? Because they don't understand the person that is me. And you're going, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What do you mean, don't understand you? Here, I'll explain it again. Bubbles. People like to be in their own bubble. I'm not one of these people that go to or have a bubble. I'm not going to put nobody in a bubble either. Why? Why not? Well, you should be asking. Why not? Why would you not want to put somebody in a bubble? Why would you want to put somebody in a bubble? At the same time, the question goes either way. And... Sure, it's confusing. And I just confused the shit out of every one of you. And you know I did. The truth is... I wanted to. Why? Because I'm showing you something. Music can be just that confusing. Do you think that people go around and make music? And, uh... Do you think they... They purposely design music to sound... A way that... Everyone else can understand it? No... No, they're using, they're expressing their feelings. They're expressing their things they understand. They're expressing feelings that you might have too, but you won't say out loud. For example, do you think Bill Anderson or 
any of the writers that write in country music write uh, sad, lonely songs? You think they write them just because it makes them money? Nah, maybe, but maybe not at the same time. You don't never know when a song's going to make you any money. Some people write songs and never get a dime. But it's their song. It's their experience. They thought it was a cool concept at the time. And they don't care who likes it. As long as they like it, that's all that matters. It's the same way with any other thing. If you like my show, I thank you for that. I thank you all for what you do. But my show is not made for the average person. My show is made for somebody who is that no-nonsense, outgoing kind of uh, don't-give-a-damn kind of person. And if that's not you, I'm not mad because you're not listening. I couldn't be mad at somebody for not listening because, quite frankly, if I didn't like something, would I listen to it? No. Hell no. I would skip right by it like it was the plague and I was going to catch it. Or it was going to hurt me in some way. (laughs) I've done that to a lot of commercials because they're irritating and repetitive. I don't like repetitive things. I, I do that to a lot of songs that are very repetitive because I don't like songs that stick in my head if I don't like the sound of them. There was a piece at one time that was played on public radio a while back and I can't remember the exact name of the stupid piece. It was a musical piece. It was a long musical piece. And it had a sound to it that I just didn't like. It was it was mentioned. There was a title, and I can't think of the name exactly of it, but I know it mentioned "wind up toy." If I remember, this piece drove me absolutely bonkers, and it pissed me off all day because I could never find it. Because I still can't find it, and you know what? I don't want to find it. It's annoying to me. The xylophone in it sounds like shit. <laughs> there you go. Some people find certain songs that just get on their nerves. And if I tend to play one of those songs and you say, Well, I hate this fucking song. Do what I did a while back. Find the song you don't like. I don't like Seasons in the Sun. Many people know that. I fucking hate that song. Because it talks about suicide. That song is mainly, that song was written about a guy who couldn't handle the fact that his wife was cheating on him, so he killed himself. And he was saying goodbye to all of his family. They changed it when Terry Jacks recorded it because there was a line in there about, um, you know, it put it all back together. And there was a line in there about how the person that he was, that this chick was screwing was his best friend, you know, and how, you know, but it mentions things about uh, uh, cheating and all this other, and people would have thought that he was writing that about his own life, because, and he didn't even write the song to begin with, but it doesn't matter, people still get the idea that even a singer that sings a song that's not written by somebody else, or that's written by somebody else, that person must have wrote that song about Because you don't never know if a person writes a song, or if it's given to them and pitched to them, or whatever. And so you go, wait, that person must have wrote that song about themselves. And then, oh, but wasn't he getting divorced from so-and-so? Oh, yeah, uh, maybe he wrote that song about himself, you know. And it just starts to blossom out. And I think Terry Jacks recorded the re-recorded the ending verse to Seasons in the Sun because he was afraid that she might try to use it against him somehow. So he went back and recorded it over, which was nice. 
And Cherry Jack's voice blends really, really well with the sadness of the song. He's a very um, punctuated singer. He has a punctuated voice that just makes any song sound like, um, I don't know. If it's sad or melancholy, I don't know. But he, he, he does, he, you know, that song scared me because of the guitar, uh, uh, the guitar a break at the beginning. The intro for the guitar is very scary in that song to me. I don't like the way it sounds. And if I were to re-record it, I would change it. Now, later on, I found a version of the same song. A version of the same song that I liked by Westlife. They changed the intro to the song. So what they did, they went in and said, hey, fuck that that guitar intro. We're going to put a flute. And they did. And it sounded great. It made the song different for me. During my friend's passing, uh, my friend Lisa, who had died from God knows what, but she she did die. Um, but anyway, um, I had to listen to that song. Why? Because there's a line that says, uh, Goodbye to you, my trusted friend. We've known each other since we were 9 or 10. Me and Lisa have known each other since God, I want to say at least 2. Super 2. We grew up together. In the same school, everything. Learned of love and ABCs. You know, skinned our hearts and skinned our knees. I at one time liked her a lot, but she wouldn't give me a chance because she was, I was just not the kind of guy she wanted to get with. So she kept dumping me. And so, yeah. And then she dies, which sucks anyway. But, um, no, the, the, the thing is, I don't think her dad liked me very well. Oh, there is an incident that caused that to happen, and I don't, really get the idea or get the point or get the it was a stupid incident that happened and I can't even remember the whole entire detail of it but even if uh, that should have been forgotten after a while uh, because quite frankly there ain't nothing you can do about something like that why live in the past when you can live in the present is my thing uh, I try to forget about things that are in the past until they pop up on Random occasions. <laughs> um, and there's a time when certain songs will drive you to a point in your life where you go, Oh, I remember her. Or I remember him. Oh. And that's what we kind of want to do. We want to get you to see songs in a different light. In a different uh, way. And I think that's what cover art, our cover songs do. They try to change the trajectory of the song and go, wait, we can do it this way and it'll sound even cooler. Or, wait, I want to try it my way. Or, wait, damn it, I don't like how this sounds. I'm going to take this out and put this in there and see what this does. Change this around, put this in there, put that in there. It's the same thing with this podcast, folks. You never know what I'm going to do next. All you can do is hold on to your seats. Because in season eight, or... Damn it, I did it again. Fuck! I mean, season four. Why do I keep on wanting to jump to the end? Who knows? And I don't think that's going to be the end. I think we've got a long ways coming. We'll have to see. Because in season four, the burn is coming. We're going to call this season. This last season, I like to call it the trial and error. This last season was like a trial and error thing for me. I was trying new things. I was trying to do things that were funny. But this season, I've got my voice going. So I know what I want in a, in a podcast. Now, this season is the burn. This season is crank up the fire and watch what happens. You folks are in for a treat that you've never been in before. And I want you to know... When I'm done, fire, and I mean hot, scalding fire, is the best way to think of this podcast. Because why? It's going to shape, it's going to form, 
It's going to reshape. It's going to reform. It's going to uh, destroy. It's going to build up. It's going to make you think, wait a minute. What in the fuck did I subscribe to? (laughs) Which is a good thing. It gets you to think, oh God, this thing's hot, man. I I like it, but I I don't, you know, I don't like it either. I, I like it, but I don't like it. I like some of it and I don't like some of it, but I got to put up with some of it that I don't like to get to the part that I do. And that's where it all comes together, folks. Because I'm Jerry Mater. And that's just my personality. Either you like me, or you don't. And if you don't, I don't give a fuck. Don't. But if you do, hey, we're buddies till the end. I hope that you're listening to me while you're walking your dog. You know, or getting your dog to go outside and take a shit. Or piss. Whatever. Uh, I hope you're listening to me while you're on the train, you know, dealing with the dickheads in in life that, you know, want to sit next to you that smell like fucking crotch or whatever. I hope that you, um, you are, uh, you know, you're listening to me while you're dealing with your kids that won't shut the fuck up because all they want to do is bitch and cry and moan and groan about every fucking thing that they don't have. You can't give them because right now you just don't have the fucking money. I hope you're listening to me while your wife or husband is bitching at you for some fucking god-awful reason you don't care about. And you can tune him out or her out for a while. Um, I hope you're listening to me while you are washing the dishes or doing some other mundane bullshit job that you don't want to do. Hey, I'm glad you are. I'm glad you listen to me. I hope you're listening to me when you go to sleep at night. I hope I can help you fall asleep. If that's how you want to fall asleep. And I don't see why you would. But if you do, that's cool. That's great. And uh, I just hope you listen to me to listen to me and enjoy what I do. If you do, then hey, I enjoy having you as my listener. And I want to tell you, each and every one of you, whoever you are, wherever you are, and whatever you're doing, don't stop doing you. Don't stop being you. Don't get out there and think that you can't have a voice in this world. Look at me. I'm an everyday asshole who has no job. And I'm not lying. Podcasting doesn't pay one damn dime. Unless I have revenue from my sponsor. And I get revenue never from my sponsor. But I still sponsor. They still sponsor the show. Why? Because I don't want none. I don't want any revenue. I want to be me. I want to be the average prick that you guys hear every day that just says, hey, and needles the shit out of you to keep going in life. I want to be that voice you hear when you're bored. And and that, that voice you hear in your head that says, man, you got to do something. You know, but at the same time, that other voice that says, I don't give a fuck. You know? Just fucking forget about it for a while. Hang out with me for a minute. Um, I want to be that fun, energetic person. That funny, hilarious guy that you're used to hearing that says, Hey, guy. <laughs> you dumbass. You made a mistake. Or whatever. You know, you know, laugh about your life. That's what I do. And, and it's okay, too. But in the next podcast, we're taking it six steps higher. We're focusing the next podcast on the envelope that everybody likes to put on a radio show and lock them in to a specific fucking crap envelope. Fuck you and your fucking envelopes, people. If you're going to lock me into an envelope, fuck you and your envelope. I'm not going to stand there and be caged. I'm an animal that will never be caged. My voice is is there to be heard. And I won't censor myself. I won't stop myself. Myself is myself. When I talk to you out here, I'm being me. I'm not being some other guy. I'm not ever going to be fake to you. I'm never going to talk with this fake voice or, or 
anything. I'm just going to be me. And if people don't like it, well, shove it. Go on, listen to something else. I'm not mad. You know why? How can you get mad at somebody who doesn't like you? Just doesn't like you. I'll tell you a story. And this may end up ending the podcast, I don't know yet. But I'll tell you a story about a girl that we're going to call. You know what? Fuck it. I don't care if she knows I'm talking about her. Fuck her. And fuck the white horse that she rode in on anyway. But I hope it dies and falls into a fucking gopher hole and breaks its fucking legs off. Anyway, and I hope she falls off it while it dies and she gets trampled. Not. Maybe I don't hope that, but in the in the in the proverbial sense of things. You know, maybe I do. You can never tell. Anyway, I don't care. I try to put this memory to the behind me. I'm going to change her name because it's only fair. I'm going to call her I'm going to call her Claire. There we go. I call her Claire because I don't want to say her real name in case she could be monitoring the podcast to see if I'm talking about her. She'll know I'm talking about her. So if you don't like it, Claire, fuck yourself. And and go shove a nine-inch dildo up your ass with with some uh, hot sauce on it. I don't know. Do whatever floats your pickle anyway um this is the story so me and Claire and her her father um we'll call him Dave me and Claire and Dave well you know Dave is my history teacher very nice guy to a point he's old fashioned he's rich and kind of uppity in my own personal opinion but I never really thought nothing about it. I thought, man, Claire is so kind and nice to people. Maybe she'd want a friend. Maybe she'd want to help me get through some of my life, my life's problems, and I could do the same back. So I started looking up to this bitch. Beyond it, some might say I overdid it. But I looked up to her in a way that I could only look up to her. Alright? Some people said, Jerry, you've got a crush on her. And I said, no. Claire is far beyond my reach. And I don't have a crush on her, folks. I would tell these people. And it was the truth. I didn't. Not even one little bit. Why? Because I knew that Claire was beyond my reach. I couldn't touch that bitch with a 30-foot fucking pole and hope that she would say, Sure, Jerry, why not? I couldn't get near her in that way ever. Because she was too... I think the word I want to use is she was too warm to the touch that I just wasn't comfortable with. And I was like, no, you know, fuck that. So anyway, it goes on. I'm in Dave's class, so I see her come in the door. All right? She's there, you know, and I'm saying hi to her, but she barely ever talks back because she's stuck up like that. And I knew she wouldn't say hi back to me. And I was fine with it, you know. I wasn't mad, I wasn't angry, I wasn't pissed off, I wasn't nothing. I was just being me. And I was doing my job. I was doing my history, whatever I was supposed to do in that class. Well, she left that day and I thought, man, I gotta find a way to get her attention. So I kept writing her letters and sending them out. And these were email letters. Now, I didn't know anything about email at the time. I didn't know that. I didn't understand the concept of writing a letter either. And so I kept repeating myself in my letters because I was still young. Remember, I'm only in high school. So I don't know. You know, I I don't understand. My brain didn't catch up in time. 
So I didn't understand that when somebody doesn't reply back to you, they don't want to fucking talk to you. Stop. And don't don't contact them every time. I thought maybe she just wasn't getting the messages. To be honest, I thought maybe my system wasn't sending them or I wasn't getting through. So I continued to write messages. And I must have done this over and over and over. Because I didn't understand what I was doing wrong. Instead of replying to me, she let it build up and build up and build up to the point where she contacted Dave. Hey, Dad. Where, where? Right? She let Daddy fight her battle for her, which really irritated me. She could have told me herself she didn't want to talk to me in the first email. I would have understood that and left her alone. Or I'm just too busy, I don't have time to respond. Or some kind of communication that said, Hey, hello? Um, don't bug me. I'm busy. Um, I'm sorry. I don't feel like becoming your friend. I don't want to talk to you. Something that didn't make me feel six feet into the ground when I got yelled at by her father because I quite simply said, hey, or whatever. I don't remember what the letter read. It was a stupid little letter anyway. And who cares? The point of it is, don't ever um, don't let something like a bad experience stop you in life. I didn't. I was afraid to go to the classes because he was probably going to lecture me or yell at me or whatever. But he never did. And he let me slide on a, on a test that I didn't have in front of me because they didn't uh, they didn't uh, have braille up for me. But he let me slide on it. It was the final exam. That was kind of him. But he also turned into a complete prick. To me as well. Do I hate Dave for that? Yeah. Kind of. But I kind of don't. I guess if my daughter were being harassed by a guy. I might take a different approach to it. But I wouldn't be a dick about it. I'd tell her. Kid. Fight your own damn battle. I'm not stepping in there and telling this guy off for you. You do it. If he's bothering you. You can't tell if he's bothering you unless you say something to him. Oh, Dad, he's bothering me. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Tell him. Write to him. I can't be too mean to me. Do it anyway. But do you know what happened? During any, during any and all things, Melissa, a good friend of mine, mentioned this to me the other day. She said, if this lady bothers you that bad, to where you have to keep on going back and back and back and forth to the same thing over and over and over in your head, or you're trying to avoid people because this person bothered you in the past, Look at it like this. Fuck her. You know? She's nobody important. Don't let her stay that way. She is a bad person in her own right. And then I got into music that changed me around. I got into bluegrass music and and fiddle music because... I like to hear the fiddle. Why? Well, because I just did. Then I get into playing a fiddle, and I'm going, ooh, cool. I can do what they do. No, gotta learn how to do that first. But at the same time, thinking of Claire's memory made me go back and listen to more bluegrass music. And I realized how bluegrass is changing. Why is it? It's not changing its form. It's changing its, let's say, 
it's not changing its structure. It's changing parts of its structure to com- make it to completely make a different uh, structure. But it's not changing its total structure. Country music has done the exact opposite. It's changed its entire structure to restructure itself and become pop more than country. You get where I'm going? Maybe you don't. Here, I'll explain it in this simple sentence. Don't change your structure. Don't change your structure. Fuck whoever's bothering you. Let them bother you, but it makes you a better person because they are. For example, when Claire started bitching about things to her dad, and her dad wrote me back a nasty letter, which I still have somewhere, and I won't read. I, I, I just won't read it. But I have it. I kept it for a reason. So I can go back and dissect that letter and think, God, what an awful person he is. Or I can go back and dissect that letter and go, God, what an awful person I am. Or I can go back and dissect that letter and go, fuck him, fuck her, and fuck the whole damn situation. I don't give a fuck. Which is what I've finally done. And now it's deleted. Well, I did save one copy of it, but that copy of it is in a very special spot. Nobody will ever find. (laughs) Because why? It's fun to go back and look at it and look at all the mistakes he's made. He even threatened me in the email, in my opinion. But what did I do about it? Nothing. Why? Because only pussies do something about a threat. A threat is a threat. It's a, it's a comment because you're mad at somebody, so you say something stupid like, Say that to me again and I'm going to smack you in the fucking head. You may do it. If they say it again. Or you may have just been bullshitting. At the same time. They said it. And you're irritated. Now to the boiling point. How do you handle it? You know? See what I mean? I can go there. I can throw conversations like this. And throw people off. And make them think. And make them do. And make them want to know more. That's what we're going to be discussing and doing. And it's going to be music that's going to bring you around. Or it's going to... You never know what part of the show you're going to like next. So my advice... Don't... Don't look at the... Okay, picture it like this. you got a, uh, just a room full of complete junk. In the, okay, so you got this big-ass room. It's got some junk in it that you don't really need anymore. Papers and shit like that. But it might also have some treasures. You can look through a trash and find treasures everywhere. That's what I'm asking you to do with this podcast. Look at the treasures, not the trash. What did you learn? How did, did you learn anything about me today? Yeah, you did. You learned that I was accused of being a stalker. And guess what? I am a stalker. Know how? I'm a stalker of music. A personality. I am a stalker of life. And I'm a stalker of good, clear, clean, crazy, pathetic, at the same time, off-the-wall conversation. To be a stalker is not a bad thing. It's the way people phrase the word. Um, Certain people like certain songs. They're music stalkers. They like, uh, oh my god, I absolutely love that new uh, Keith Urban song, you know, oh yeah. But, truth, what about it do you like? Why do you like it? What is it? What's it do that you like it so much? You like the rhythm? Do you like it? Do you like Keith's vocals on it? Do you like the background vocals on it? 
do you like the drums? You like the percussion? You like the you know, guitar? Do you like the fiddle? Do you like what do you like on it? See, and that's the thing. Once you start to see what you like about something, you can change yourself to focus on what you like. And you know what you like. Then you know what you dislike. What if uh, Keith Urban didn't sing the song the same? What if his rhythm was off? What if his guitar playing was off? Um, Would you buy the record still? Uh, Would you download the song if if, uh, instead of him singing Blue Ain't Your Color, he said... um, But he, you know, mistimed it. And instead of singing blue, like he does there in the beginning, he just said blue. And then kept singing. Could you picture that for a minute? No. I know we're dissecting, we're just, we're dissecting things. But as you can see, there are different deliveries. I got my own. My voiceover guy's got his own. He does whatever he wants. I don't tell him what to do. He just does whatever the hell he wants to do with the voiceover. I write it. He has an outline of what he can do. And he follows it and does it. But he does it his own way. I don't tell him what to do. He could swear up a storm in those pot- in those voiceovers. And I wouldn't give a shit. Because why? I don't tell people what to think or do. They do what they want. If I can't have a voiceover guy that does what he wants, I don't want the voiceover guy to even work. I want somebody who is consistent. And that's what I picked with Drew. Drew Graham is a hell of a guy. And he he knows what he wants with a voiceover. He knows how he wants the delivery to sound. But I also know how I want the delivery to sound. And if I don't like it, I let him know it. And he understands and fixes it. You know, and that's the way everybody should work together. But this podcast is going to change you. It's going to change how you respond to certain things, certain music, certain ways of thinking about that song that you heard on the radio yesterday, certain ways of thinking about what the program director is doing with his program, Uh, certain things about... How the presenter that you're watching on TV really sucks. And what they're doing wrong. Uh, you'll be able to point out things like mishaps. Oh shit, he didn't miss, he, she just missed her cue. Or, uh-oh, somebody didn't push the right button. Or, oh shit, that voiceover is not supposed to be there. What technically is a voiceover? Where does it go? What's it for? You'll learn all these things. You'll learn everything you can know. Because I know. And I will tell you. And then you'll know. That's the idea of the podcast. Dig out the treasures. Junk the trash. So in your head, while you're listening to this podcast, the only thing I ask you to do from this day forward is dig out the treasures. Enjoy the treasures while you can. But delete the trash in your head. Oh, he just swore. That is not very professional. But who cares? It's his podcast. Just like you don't go in to a bar and tell a bartender how to fix a damn drink. You can't tell a show host what to say or not say. Or at least you can. And they'll try to... Some will try to form, you know, oh my god, I don't think I should say that anymore. Or whatever. But some will just tell you plain and simply to go fuck yourself. What do you know about broadcasting? Um... You know, some don't care, and some do care. Some are very passionate, and they're stuck with the old days of radio where, oh, you can't swear on the air. you got to be prim and proper. Well, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but that ain't the way it goes anymore. This old boy is about to show you guys a new kind of radio, a new kind of show. Something you've never heard before. And why? Because I can. Because I know you are looking forward to that. And because now that you know what's coming, you can prepare for it.
See where I'm going? I sure hope you do. If you don't, don't be discouraged. Because I don't either. (laughs) Thank you all for tuning into the podcast today. And be aware, I'm doing these shows for you, my friends. Questions, comments, get a hold of me. Send me an email. My email is the, T-H-E, M-A-D-E-R-C-A-S-T at iCloud.com And I'm going to give you a little sample of Drew's work because I'm getting ready to play one of my favorite recordings. And this is an outro. This is an outtake. But this is a recording of Drew doing what he does best. Kicking ass and taking names when it comes to being a voiceover guy. This is the voiceover guy I like right here. A guy who can take something and turn it into another something. So ladies and gentlemen, I will leave you with my friend. Or at least somebody who I think of like a friend. Mr. Drew Graham. Drew, tell him like it is. This is the copyright disclaimer as only read by Drew. Have a good day, everybody. Hang on. Sorry about that. I was trying to find the stop button. That's what you were just hearing. I apologize for the racket. Hey, Drew, pick up the microphone and say something to these folks, will you? I'm getting tired of talking. See you guys in season four. Bye now. All right, here's all the superfluous legal mumbo-jumbo. Jerry Mader owns the copyright to, or at least has a valid license for, the contents and information contained in this podcast with all rights reserved. All podcast downloads are offered for non-commercial and personal use only. And Jerry's a stickler on this one. You may not modify or reuse the contents of the podcast for public or commercial purposes. This includes text, image, audio, video, without prior written permission. Are we clear? I thought so.